that'll be great. If not, we'll just, it'll be a good discussion, I'm sure. We're discussing, this is Novel Ideas, and it's Friday, May 20th, 2016, and we are discussing the 100-year-old man who climbed out the window and disappeared. So, let's start like we usually do and see what everybody thought about the book. I'll start if you don't mind. Haven't been here a while. I thought it was a delightfully funny book. I, I We really enjoyed the many, many adventures of the 100-year-old man. I doubt that I'll live to 100, but no one Never could know. live the life of Alan. Uh, I forget his last name now. You guys can help with names. But he was incredible. And uh, going out the window was, was minor in his life. And he just took us through one adventure after another. I like the inspector. He, you know, he just kind of was a bird dog. He kept coming, kept going after him. And uh, it was enjoyable, the various mishaps where the elephant sat on one of them and killed. But these guys were crooks, uh, and they were bad guys, and they were out to get them. So, uh, and I liked, uh, was it Julian, his Alan's friend? Uh, of course, um, the red-headed lady. I don't remember the names. You guys got to help me with names. But uh, she was great, the lady. Uh, and Benny, uh, they were, I thought they were good, um, and then in Sweden and then elsewhere. It was very, very good. And when he met Mao Zedong, <laughs> that was incredible. Yeah, I also liked the book. I said, what a cool book. I'm not done with it yet. This is the second month in a row. My bad um, that I haven't completed the book, but that's okay. As I, keep, as I tell you all, spoiler, spoiler alerts are fine with me. Because I just keep reading anyway. So I'm about halfway through, but I and I really like it. It tended to me though, it tended to ramble a bit. Um, but but that's okay too. I mean that that's how that's how it was written, and uh, a few ramblings here and there are are okay. So uh, I I really liked it, and that uh, Julius and Alan and um, I just call her the beauty. I forget her Bonita or something like that, and uh, and Benny. Um, I hope that Benny and the beauty uh, get together. I guess I'll find that out as I as I go along. Um, I'm at the part now where they're at uh, Benny's brother's house, um, Bose, I believe his name is, and uh, they just had dinner. And actually, they're just uh, Benny pointed out that it's late at night, and uh, of course he's a teetotaler and everybody else is drinking vodka. So I think they're just just getting ready to go to bed. And of course the the boss, um, you know, he was wounded, you know, in the traffic accident and everything. And he's up in in the in bed sleeping off the uh, morphine. So that's where I am. So just uh, carry on, and I'll add what I what I can. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of like the rest of y'all. I, I enjoy this book. Uh... It, it, I mean, it, it got it got a little a little old. I think. I mean, it, it it was cute for a while, and then I think maybe it could have been a little bit shorter. Uh, it, it reminded me a bit. I guess it was kind of like the Swedish version of Forrest Gump, kind of. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I never read whatever book Forrest Gump was was based on. I saw, I saw the movie, but ju- just the fact that it went through a lot of different. Uh, 
historical events and, and tried to wrap them around uh, uh, the, the story and made the movie uh, very similar to this book seem like and uh, so I, I enjoyed the historical side of it and, and getting bits and pieces of it and stuff and the characters were, the characters were good so uh, like I said I, I just wish it, it could have been a little bit shorter because it it seemed to get a little bit silly I guess toward the you know the end but yeah. Uh, having said that, it was it was still a good read, and I stayed with it and, and, and enjoyed reading it. I really like this book tremendously. I read it quite a while ago on a road trip with my husband, and it was a great book for the car because it was light enough, uh, you know, that it, we didn't he could drive, and we uh, got a lot of laughs out of it. I love the author's sense of humor, just so dry. I mean, all these monumental events, and he just tossed them off like they were nothing. Um, I thought it was interesting. I didn't reread it this time. I kind of skimmed through a little bit to remember some of the names. Um, I remember at the time we we were talking about how the only historical character he did not meet was Hitler, which was probably a good choice by the author because it's a little bit questionable to make light of of Mao Zedong and, and Stalin, but Hitler would probably be beyond the pale, so... There might not be much humor you could find there. I don't know. Spike Jones never had trouble finding humor at Hitler's expense. <laughs> but anyhow, um, I, I'll weigh in a little bit, too. Uh, I, I enjoyed the book. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just about finished with it. I have like 42 minutes to go, and the phone kept on ringing, and you know, it was just one of those days. I always, and, and I, I guess um, I gambled and lost this time. I always like to read the end of the book close to when we're going to discuss it because I can remember things more vividly if I do that than if I let time elapse. But the one thing that I liked the most about this book was um, the sense of humor, but the way that they constantly understated things, like saying that um, something like if it would be a bad day for the USA if you know if, if they were bombed or something like that, it would be a really bad day for the USA. And, uh, just there were a whole bunch of those, a lot of understatements when when they were go- going around with that corpse. Uh, some of the things they said about him. Normally, I, I don't really like books that people die in, and but this book, it, you didn't really get attached to the people. They were more like cartoon caricatures, and you could just sort of laugh. And it was more like I don't know if I'd call it slapstick, but. It was sort of unreal and surreal, and I also did like the historical references, and I remember some of the things that, that happened in the late 60s, early 70s, 80s, uh, and, and it was it was sort of interesting, and there is a comparison with Forrest Gump, how they brought the historical events in. And so it was a good book. It was entertaining, and it was it just made you laugh a lot, and we all need to laugh. Yeah, that well-stated, uh, Carla, and a lot of understatements and uh, uh, and so forth. And um, I thought I was going to say something. Yeah, I'm glad he didn't meet Hitler either. I agree with you, uh, you guys. Uh, but really, Stalin was evil. He, it wasn't cute there. So you remember, Stalin threw him in a cell, you know. And, oh, I know what I wanted to say. You know, a little historically inaccurate. He gets drunk with Harry Truman in... Uh, Los Alamos or whatever, but could it have happened knowing Harry Truman and uh, so forth? Yeah, it could have, but it was a little inaccurate. But it was it was fun. It was very funny. 
Yeah, I, that describes it well, Carla, saying that the humor was very understated. I mean, he was having dinner with Truman when they find out Roosevelt was killed, and instead of talking about that, he's arguing with the waiter over who's going to pay for the meal because Truman had to take off, and he points out that, you know, the waiter obviously knows where Truman lives now. Yeah, it took me a little while to get into it, but once I did, it was really good, and <clears throat> it was funny. I was trying to think, I, I was thinking this would make a good movie, but I, because it, it did kind of remind me of that, but, and I kept thinking it reminded me of a certain movie, but I couldn't think what movie it was, and I guess Forrest Gump is, in some ways, about the closest, because it tries to tie history in, but not really, I don't know, it, it was just, it was different, and I enjoyed it, but I have to agree, it could have been, I thought it could have been a little bit shorter, and <clears throat> I was a little surprised at the ending myself. There was a Woody Allen movie called Zelig that was sort of Forrest Gumpish and sort of like this too, and I, I saw it when it first came out, which has been decades ago, so I don't remember much about it. I was thinking of a movie, too. I'm surprised. I was kind of thinking of Monty Python or some, a group like that could do a movie on it, but um, I, I don't know. It would make a really funny movie. I thought one of my favorite characters was the lady who was a slow learner, becomes governor of the country. She goes to the island and marries Harvey Einstein, Einstein's brother. And uh, I don't want to tip it off for Marcia. I, mean, I want her to read it. And Carla probably has read that about what happens to her. But she, she was really good. I mean, she uh, was a pretty good governor and then had her issues, had her problems, and, but survived. Yeah, that character was, was pretty funny. I kind of liked her, too, the, the fact that she couldn't get any of the, the drink orders right. I thought, I thought that, was, <laughs> that, that was well done. I, I saw the humor in that. That was pretty funny. Alan was a real character. You're right, the climbing out the window was, that was minor compared to all the things he did. And just at the the one part where he was out there, he didn't know that somebody was out there in his yard and he had, he set off those explosives and it, it just, there were just so many things that struck me as funny in this book. And I could just see it being played out on the big screen. The video description would be comical, too. Yeah, it would. And uh, director Alice would have been a perfect nurse ratchet, you know, like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I mean, she was evil. She was a typical director, and Alan was on to her. So I'm getting out of here. I don't care if it's my birthday. I don't want to sit with those people. I can't imagine how difficult it would be to write this book. He must have had some giant um, whiteboard where he outlined everything ahead of time and stuff because it was really, I mean, even though, you know, we're saying it rambled a bit, the plot was pretty intricate in terms of how everything came together and the characters came together and met all these famous people. And Stalin did die of a stroke. I don't know if he said that it, I don't know if he said, stay away, don't don't disturb me. And then 24 hours later, they find him on the floor. He's still alive, but dying. 
I remember when they, I was a kid and they said, Stalin's dying, he had a stroke. And uh, we said, yay. I hadn't thought about him not meeting Hitler. But, yeah, you're right. That would have been hard to see humor in, but he met everybody else. And, and I liked how they took it. I like books where they do that. They take you through chunks of time and try to focus on at least put a little bit of a spin on the history of it. Well, Carla's right. They have done comedy with Hitler before, but perhaps the author had a particular distaste for him and didn't want to deal with him. The prosecutor was a typical politician. What's going to make me look good? And then he finds his, his case is unraveling. And, uh, oh, my God, you know, what are we going to do? And he goes and visits him. And uh, there you go. He was, he, I liked his role, too. He was the typical politician that the country seems to be angry at right now. I think my favorite scene is when, they were, when he was questioning them. And they kept on getting off of the subject, and he kept trying to get them back on the subject. And I could just see this happening. I was, I was just howling. I, I was, <laughs> of course, I read these books, and I'm doing my cardiac exercises. And I was howling so hard, I had to stop the bike. And I hope I got as much exercise laughing as I did wheeling, you know what I mean? But just how they kept on trying to, um, how he kept getting this prosecutor off the subject and he was getting impatient. You know? I, I, I think that was one of my favorite scenes in the whole book, just that whole dialogue there. I like Alan, you know, he he's laying there sleeping in the hammock and here comes the inspector and he wakes him up and Alan... He's trying to question Alan, and Alan's, oh, you want some coffee? And, and oh, well, I need to think for a minute. I am 100, you know. And I, his whole demeanor just, it was funny. Yeah, I like I liked the way he, he did the, uh, was Alan Carlson, was that his name? I like the way he, he did his character, because he, he was so laid back about everything, and he, he didn't have much respect for, the investigatory authorities, the the, you know, the cops or the politicians and stuff, and just uh, I, I like the way the author did that because uh, uh, I, I I tend to agree with him, and it just uh, uh, the, the character was very likable the way the way he uh, he, he he tripped through everything and uh, did it all very relaxed. I mean, crossing the Himalayas with those guys. I mean. He, he he wasn't phased by anything, and and uh, no no task was 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 too large for him to 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 take on. And I I just thought it was it was it was pretty cool the way he tied it. I mean, the way he came across all those various characters, the the hot dog guy. It just I don't know. It, it was it was really it was very well done the way he did it, and just uh, I like the way he uh, the tone he used and. Uh, uh, the way he took on all the histor- history and stuff, it was it was very, very entertaining. Yeah, very good. And the, and the balance, like he helped the USA make the atom bomb, and then inadvertently, because he got drunk with the the Russian whatever he was, high security guy, he told them enough that that the Russians created a bomb. He goes, oh boy, I don't want to discuss politics. I'm getting out of here, you know. So he helped both sides. Inadvertently, I think he met Churchill for example, and uh, they seem to get along okay. Yeah, they did in one of these countries. Uh, yeah, they were going to kill Churchill, 
and uh, Alan saved him. That's right. I think I have that right. I was wondering if the author was kind of making a statement about Sweden because you always think of Sweden and Switzerland as always being totally neutral countries, and Alan certainly represented that in the sense that he repeated frequently that he wasn't interested in ideology, politics, or religion. Yeah, I wondered that myself, and um, back in that scene, I, I really liked when, when Alan said, uh, you know, when the prosecutor said something like, how did you do all these things when you were 100 years old? And he said, well, I haven't always been 100. You know, people grow up, and I just thought of it. The whole, uh, whole explanation of that really cracked me up. Um, and my, my second favorite character, I think, was Benny. I really liked him. He was in almost everything. I mean, here's a guy that... He was a jack of all trades and not quite the master of any of them, but enough to to act as the master. I mean, he was able to do all these things for them. And, you know, I just thought that was really good. And the one thing I was going to ask Bob, um, you had said the thing part of the thing was um, was not accurate historically. Um, did you find any other since you were a history teacher? Uh, did you find any other historical anachronisms in the book that? Um, well, keeping in mind that this is just a just a fiction, you know, work of fiction. But did you find anything else um, that you didn't feel was quite accurate, quite there historically? Well, I'll try. But uh, Mao Zedong, his relationship with uh, with Alan. I know Alan in the book saves his wife's life, and Mao Zedong. Anything you want, uh, there to that. That's fiction. Uh, but he does. He's pretty accurate about how Mao took over the mainland, Chinese mainland, and kicked uh, Chiang Kai-shek out. And, uh, and uh, Madame Chang w- was, was a beauty and uh, very haughty and was in Washington. That was accurate. Um, mm, you know, of course, the atomic bomb thing, some of that was not accurate. Um, Einstein, um, I, don't, I don't believe he had a brother. I, I, and certainly... If he did, he wouldn't be a slow learner. But I don't believe Einstein had a brother uh, on that. But uh, that's what I can think of right now anyway. I'm not uh, an expert on the Swedish police. They, they, you're right, though. They tended to be neutral. Uh, Sweden, you know, and, and that's why Alan would say, I'm, I'm a, I don't want to discuss politics. You know, it's not important to me. So hope it helped a little here. <laughs> well, do you know, Bob, if there was an attempt on Churchill's life like that? I mean, obviously... Alan's fictional, and the, the saving of Churchill was fiction, but I didn't know if there had been an attempt on his life like that. To my knowledge, no. But, you know, there, there could have been assassins, uh, attempts or discoveries of assassination, and they stopped it. I've never heard of that, no. Anything like that, or any attempt on his life. There certainly were against Hitler. And they should have succeeded. Too bad. I really like the elephant, too. Of all animals to be saddled with, in this book, an elephant of all things. And people that haven't finished the book, you'll be happy to know that the elephant has a nice ending also. Yeah, the elephant, I love that. Yeah, you have to love her. And she didn't mean it. They told him, sit, Alan, or whoever it was, said, sit. And by God, she did and got that guy, that crook. He was flattening his back and boom. Oh, my gosh. And uh, really the killing of the first guy, the kid, was a mistake, you know. They, they put him in the freezer and didn't turn it down. I mean, they turned it down and never turned it up again. They brought, they forgot, they forgot him. So it was sort of murder, but it, but the guy, the kid was right, was going to kill them if he could. 
Yeah, that's where it all started. But I liked the elephant too, and I liked the hot dog, the hot dog stand guy, Benny. I liked how they got him to come with them and make him the chauffeur. That was good too. And he was the perennial student. I almost finished being a lawyer. I almost finished being a doctor. You know, <laughs> he did everything. He just, you know, and at least he made up with his brother. That was good. You picked a good book, Randy. It was a nice read. Sometimes you need, uh, I do, need reads where I can just have a belly laugh through it. This was actually Mickey's suggestion, and it was good. It was different, but it was good. I kind of like the the names of those guys that, that, that were revolving around the suitcase were funny. Bolt and Bucket. I mean, I, I couldn't imagine where he came up with those names. But, I, I mean, obviously the whole thing was farcical, but uh, uh, I, I got entertained listening to those, I mean, listening to the story about those guys because it was, it was very funny the way, and, and, and what the thir- there was a third guy too, and he ended up, he ended up not, he ended up leaving, he got, he got insulted or something, and he ended up walking out, I, I can't remember what his name was, but I just found all those guys uh, uh, very, very amusing the way the way he did the story with them. Yeah, Caracas, or he went to Venezuela. Was it Luis? Yeah, he kind of he just ran. He goes, "I'm out of here." Yeah, and he really, I don't know those some of those names, Bucket and Bolt. That was funny. Interesting way to spend $50 million, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Oh, my goodness, a big suitcase. They kept splitting it or spending it, and uh, they, they did okay. They're good people. Well, you give me that $50 million, I'd have it spent. <laughs> so many things need to be done and all the places I'd go. Um, I wonder if this this has ever been made into a movie and also if there are any other books available by this author and if so are they humorous too does anybody know i never looked and this is for some reason i kept having to look up the title of this book because i the title and the book number because i just kept mixing up mixing it up with something else it was kind of a it's a different title but it fits the book yeah, Randy, I know you're busy, and, and some of us can help you, because uh, Alan does it, and I think Sherry and Michelle, they give you a review of the author. Now, one one book club was on, the author wrote 85 books, and the hostess read every book, every title. That's a little overkill, but you know, but you like to hear about the author. Do they write books like it? Carla's question's good, but it's hard. You know, I'm I'm, I'm very aware of that. It would be interesting to know if he wrote other books. Uh, I mean, I think it's a he. I, I don't even remember the author's name, but I didn't look it up either. And I, I think at the time I read this book, I intended to, but I just forgot. Yeah, I do sometimes look them up, but this one, I didn't. No, that's fine. That's okay. And maybe Alan's looking up. He'd see the Bard series if there are any books by that guy. Alan's pretty good at that. I don't know, though, if he's doing it, but he's one of the best at doing it. Still online, so there's hope. Maybe he is. The guy's name is uh, 
I'm not real good with it, it's it's Jonas is his first name, and it's like his last name also starts with Jonas, with a S O N tacked on in it. So it's Jonason. Jonas Jonason is the guy's name. So I'm not sure. Uh, let me let me Google him real quick and see if he's written anything else. Or would they have all the books by him? And I think it's a, if it's a series. You can get it, but I don't know. Yeah, that's his name, all right. I know I saw that, and I said, oh, my goodness. I had never heard of him, and I don't I don't always read books that are um, translated like this one, but it was good. Yeah, that's a good point. It, it was translated. That's right. Just like everybody raved about the girl with the dragon tattoo. And that was one book I could never get into. But there was a whole series and then the movies, too. I haven't been able to get into that book. Ruth Ann is... I, I, don't, I don't think she read it, but she keeps telling me, you got to read it, but I can't get into it. I just looked up the author on Bard, and there's nothing else by him on Bard. That doesn't mean he hasn't written anything else, though, of course. Yeah, I, I got like... It says like 1 to 12 of 20 hits on Amazon, but I mean, th- that could be, you know, different media formats of the same titles and stuff, so uh, I'm having a hard time finding the names and stuff, but uh, I- I'm sure he's written some other stuff. Let's see. Here's something called Hitman Anders and the meeting and the meaning of it all, so... Uh, that's that's at least one of the titles he's written. That's good. You guys try it. I don't want you to oh, no. belabor it. Shoot, we appreciate it. Randy, do we have another book in mind, or what is everybody's pleasure here? Does anybody have a suggestion for a book? I know we had talked about a couple last month. Does anybody have any suggestions? I don't know how much time I'm going to have to do a summer read. I'm going to be just coming back from the convention but I don't know I, if it's a short one, I might be able to do it. Um, but um, <laughs> I don't think any suggestion I would make would fit with this group because I read some strange books. But I know you wouldn't want to read something like um, Agents of the Apocalypse or something like that. Um, but um, I can't think of any offhand, but I'm starting to make a list so that when you ask again, I'll have some suggestions because there are a lot of good ones out there. Carla, you give good suggestions. Well, it depends on the on the um, the group, but I remember was it the Love Doctor? I read that. <laughs> that was you. And others in Empowerment Zone. But anyway, yeah, let's see if someone can... I'm trying to think of a book I've finished. I've been reading, but uh, uh, we'll see if we can come up with something. The time to probably take off if we're going to take off or let's give a two-month book is probably July. You know, because you just don't, with conventions and such, uh, you don't get my training done. Something I was going to suggest for fiction, old and new, and then I realized it's not fiction, it's nonfiction. There's a memoir called Wait Till Next Year by Doris Grins Goodwin. It's a baseball kind of book, but it's also a coming-of-age book. It's sort of a memoir about how she grew up with the Brooklyn Dodgers and how her and her father loved baseball and I, I really enjoyed that, but I don't know if it's something you guys would like. I read it. It's wonderful. But is that nonfiction, though, uh, Sherry, or do you think it slips into a, not a story? Because everything she told about baseball was true. Uh, the Red Sox did lose, and 
Uh, oh, it was a great book. We loved it. I, I like Doris Kearns Goodwin. She got in trouble over the Abe Lincoln book a little bit, but she recovered. She's she's fabulous. Yeah, it is nonfiction. I mean, it's like a memoir. I hope they read it for fiction only. It's just great. I'd read it again. I'd read it. So I, I'm getting in rereads now. I'm reading Airport you know, again, and Roy Avers. He's so good. And uh, so I, because I just want to read it. And then Stephen King, Storm of the Century. Um, I'm into him. Uh, uh, Bizarre Dreams. I'm reading the short story. So I'm, my reading's kind of strange. Well, we're not going to read it for fiction, old and new, because as Michelle pointed out to me, we're called fiction, old and new, and this is nonfiction. So we're not going to read it for our group. Um, but in addition to that, like you said, Bob, there are some Stephen King books that are out lately. I haven't. I'm not caught up on all those, so maybe one of those would be good, too. I'm a big Stephen King fan, and I just finished, uh, oh, the one that uh, was out here not too long ago. It had several different stor- stories in it. I can't remember the name of it offhand, but uh, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Stephen King fan. I'm reading now March of Bizarre of Dreams with the short stories by Stephen King, and uh, oh, I love them. I don't care, you know, I, I, but I'm trying to think of uh, Rose Matter, somebody put up, I downloaded it. Is it Rose Matter by Stephen King? But I know nothing about it. Yeah, I read that one several years ago. That one was okay. That wasn't one of my favorite books, but it was it was pretty good. And yeah, uh, Bizarre, of, Bizarre of Dreams or Bad Dreams or whatever. Yeah, that's the last one I read by him. I, I liked, we read that one Stephen King book about the amusement park. I really liked that one. I haven't read a lot of Stephen King because I'm not a big horror. I don't like the ones like um, Cujo, and I guess I associate the older books. Um, I've read some of those and didn't really care for them, but I liked that one we read. Randy, that was Joyland. I think it was, was it your group? And then Palisades Park. What about reading that? I've never finished it. Or it's an amusement park. It's not Stephen King, though. But Ruthann read it and really liked it. I'm a big Stephen King fan, but I liked Palisades Park better than Joyland. I thought it was really good. Um, there's, yeah, there's some older. Well, there's a lot of Stephen King that I love, and then there's a few that I'm like, eh, they, these weren't as good as the others. I like them all. I mean, at least I. Like you, though, um, there are some books that I like better than others. I would really, one of these days, would like, I wonder if some some book club would take on 112263, but that's kind of a long book, and I don't know if anybody would be willing to do it, but uh, uh, that was that's one of my favorites. But uh, that's a little, a, a bit, a bit long. That's actually one that I want to read, too, so yeah. I would love to do that sometime. Palisades Park was actually one that I was going to suggest because I've read it and really liked it. It's a perfect read because it kind of takes us into summer. So that was actually one that I was going to suggest. Yeah, that is a good one. And, Marsh, I agree. Eleven twenty two sixty three is my favorite Stephen King book, too. Oh, absolutely. 112263 is fabulous, but I've never read Palisades Park, I can tell you. And the other one I'm struggling through is Mr. Mercedes. Marsha, you probably have read that. And, you know, oh, it starts so horribly. And I hope they catch that guy. I think I know they do. 
because uh, the detective, whoever he is, he's a, a mm-hmm. hero. He usually does. But I'm, so, do we want to do Palisades Park for May? Take us into summer and Memorial Day when the official, when the amusement parks open officially. Some of them are already open now. I know Kennywood is here, at least on weekends. But I love the book. It takes a little while to get into, but boy, it, you really, you feel like you're in the park back when they had the swimming pools and the um, the big tents, the circus tents, and it's it's just such a good book. I bet. Yeah, Joni Leonard might. That's one that I thought about her because I know she's in New Jersey, right around where that part was, I think. Yeah, that that sounds good to me. Who's the author? Um, yeah, that that sounds like a good book for for June. And uh, and uh, does anybody have any DB number or anything or author? I'm sorry, I don't. I've downloaded it. Ruthann read it, and I never really got into it. But yeah, it would. Uh, it's a good way to usher in amusement parks in summertime. It really, is. and it's four decades. It's not just. Oh, you know, yeah. two years or no, they have their whole lives. It, it's uh, pretty good. It so I vote for it. A lot of the problems of the 20th century integration and yeah. know, segregation. And okay, I vote for it. Yeah, the author is Alan, uh, spelled the same way as my name, A L A N Brennert, B R E N N E R T. The DB number is 7656. Eight seven six five six eight, and let's see. Narr- narrated by Alec Voles V O L Z. Don't recognize that name. Uh, I thought we had read it for another book group, but I read it back in 2014. Looks like so. There you go. Thanks, Alan. I have it too, and I was looking it up, and. Yeah, he's a good narrator. And yeah, this is June, not May. What am I thinking about? We're in May. (laughs) So, yeah. By the way, if you guys liked Palisades Park, this author wrote another book called Molokai, M-O-L-O-K-A-I, the Hawaiian Island. I think it might only be on Bookshare, though, but it's about um, a girl who has leprosy who gets isolated to the island of Molokai like they used to do and how she grew up there. And that is every bit as good as Palisades Park. It's very, I recommend that too. Oh, very cool. Uh, thank you, Sherry. And uh, 76568, I just turned the stream on and I will go download it right now. So, yeah, that sounds good. Thanks, Sherry. I think I did see reviews of that. I haven't read it yet. I'm going to look on Audible and see if it's there now that I have Audible again. And uh, I want to say, you probably know, but the guest narrator, I always call them readers, but is Martha Harmon Pardee at ACB. I'm going to lay in the aisle. I want to meet her. And uh, Ruthann does too. Maybe you'll get two for one. Maybe maybe Eric will come with her and you can meet both of them. 
Yeah, that would be awesome. Actually, Eric was there and got awarded. I, and I said, where's Martha? You know, not to him. I didn't, we didn't, uh, we weren't there then. It was on the internet, but I think they caught, they got him already. But Martha's a winner. She's top. I always tune in on Wednesdays when they do that, at least. That's usually when it is. But I'll be watching for that because I love to listen to it on the stream. And she is great. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it seems like she and Kristen Allison, I don't think she has been reading as many books that I've found lately, but she and Kristen Allison both are just excellent readers. And Gabriella Cavallaro, too. Uh, That's good. Especially romances and some of these things. Yep. Oh. Okay. Well, if you ever get Gabriella as one of your guest people, I'm there because uh, I love her. She was there a year or two ago. I missed it. Was it last year? No. No. But she was, and they loved her. Oh, my. She read in various dialects. She's Puerto Rican, and she shifted in the, you know, she's a master of languages. Carla would like that. And uh, just a great lady. I, I think she is. She was there two years ago, and Joe Wilson did last year's. And I thought his background was really interesting, working as a counselor for the cops. You know, usually the narrators are actors and actresses and radio personalities, and there he is. He's a counselor with the the police. Yes, I think his life is very interesting. And, yes, I do like um You're right about how she does with the languages and all that Um and uh, this sounds really um, this, this sounds really good. This Palisades Park is it a is it a family? Is it about a family? What's the general premise um, of the book? And is it a long book or not? Um, I always like to know in advance. Of course, I'll look it up too because I need to know how to pace myself. Well, it starts with this young man, and I forget Eddie. his name. Yeah, who was and Adele. who worked at uh, who went to work at. Uh, the Palisades Park over a summer when he was in college and he just kept being brought back. He and his girlfriend got married on the uh, uh, Ferris wheel, I think, or on some kind of a ride. It might not have been a thing. But it, it mainly the park is a character kind of in the book. Uh, and it's a family. They have children. Yeah, but it, 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 they're kind of there. And he, she has an, there's an aunt or somebody who's a diver and that does the high dives and teaches this one girl how to do the dives. And But it's a you can almost taste the hot dogs, and they have a special way of doing French fries, which uh, you can smell all over the park, and they're supposed to be wonderful. I want to share something in my fat class. I said, they said, I said, I, you mean I'll never be able to eat a Dodger dog again? And the, the, the lecturer said, yeah, would you split it with a fan? I said, hell no, I want the whole dog. Yeah. And that, I, don't, I think I'm just a, a lost cause. No, you're but, not. but I'm not going to split it. My goodness. I'll skip something That's like else, saying so split I a beer with someone. No, you have to eat the whole Dodger dog, and then you can just skip something else later to make up for it and stuff. There you go. Absolutely. Okay, I'm out of here, guys. This, this was very good, Randy. Uh, Mickey, you chose a good book. And Palisades Park, I think you guys are going to like it. Go, Maybe go. we can read that Steve oh, that's good. later in the summer or something. And the reader's read. good. But it's a good yeah. book. It's, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's a Yeah, it's very good. One of his best. Uh, really is a good book. Yeah. That might be a good fall into winter kind of book, you know, when, when uh, well, of course, people take their streams and what have you outside. 
but uh, anytime anybody's up to it, I am. So, uh, uh, all right, everybody, take care, and thank you, Alan. The book is downloading here, so uh, I'll be ready for next month, and I will read the entire book before next uh, next meeting. So, everybody, take care. Have a good night. Thanks, everybody. I think you will like Palisades Park. Um, yeah, I'm up to reading 11, 22, 68, 63 anytime. I I've been wanting to, so this will force me to read it. Yeah, it, it, it's excellent. It's a little long, but uh, it's it's very, very good. And uh, thanks for everybody's comments. I enjoyed the discussion as always. Y'all have a, have a good weekend. Catch you later. Bye. Thanks, Randy. This was a great discussion and a good choice. And uh, I'm hoping I can make it next month because I really like this book. Thanks, as always, for a great discussion. And I hope I can get back to this more regularly. It's just been a real challenge lately with all that's going on in my life. I probably shouldn't even be here tonight because I'm in the throes of doing final grades. And I have 130 grades to do, but I was just getting to the point where numbers and letters are just all melding into one. So somebody could have gotten some pretty interesting grades. Well, thanks, Sherry. I hope you can make it next month.